his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I want to thank the members of the media for joining us today. Uh, today, I am with uh, Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin, uh, Police Commissioner Joseph Grimalia, Public Works Com- uh, Fire Commissioner Bill Rinaldo, and Deputy Commissioner for Street Sanitation and Snow Removal, Henry Jackson. This continues to be a challenging time for the city of Buffalo, a historic blizzard where lives were lost, a fire on Dartmouth where five children lost their lives, and the injury to Bill's player, Damar Hamlin. I had the opportunity on Sunday uh, to visit members of the family, the Liggins family, uh, who lost five children. Uh, The family is holding each other up. Obviously, this is a terrible tragedy, and our thoughts and prayers are with that family. Uh, Yesterday, as we were all uh, watching uh, the Bills-Bengals game, We saw the horrific injury to DeMar Hamlin. Uh, After the injury, I communicated uh, with uh, the mayor of Cincinnati, Aftab Paraval, uh, who indicated that all of the people in Cincinnati were praying uh, for DeMar Hamlin and his family as we are here in Buffalo uh, and notified me when the ambulance uh, got to the hospital uh, with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, There is an outpouring of support uh, in Cincinnati for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, We saw last night that there was a vigil outside the hospital of Bills fans and Cincinnati Bengals fans all there to support Damar Hamlin. And uh, tonight, we will be lighting the dome of Buffalo City Hall in red and blue, uh, Bill's colors, to signify our collective prayers for Damar Hamlin, his family, the Bill's organization, and his complete recovery. Today, we are announcing uh, that I have uh, been working uh, with members of the city council, been in communication with council president Pridgen about this uh, to uh, create the position of fleet director for the city of Buffalo. I have already um, uh, submitted uh, the budget amendment uh, to create this position. Uh, We think 
having a fleet director is a critically important uh, position. The fleet director will oversee uh, the fleet operations of the Buffalo Fire Department, Buffalo Police Department, and uh, the Department of Public Works for the city of Buffalo, looking at repair cycles, looking at equipment life cycles, uh, looking at uh, the purchases of equipment, um, uh, getting the best equipment for the different conditions uh, that our workers in these departments and other departments not mentioned will encounter. Uh, this is on uh, the heels of our uh, request to uh, New York University's uh, Wagner School of Public Affairs, uh, requesting that they do a top-to-bottom after-action report on our storm response. Storm response in the city of Buffalo, uh, but also uh, the state and county response as well. Uh, all of those responses are intertwined. Uh, there was a great deal of collaboration and communication, but we are committed to learning uh, from this storm. Uh, we are committed to improving our delivery of services to our community in extreme weather conditions. Uh, we know uh, that uh, communities, cold weather communities, all across the country um, will uh, see storms that are adverse. And we want to make sure that not only does Buffalo learn from this, but that we produce information that can be helpful to cold weather cities all across the country. With that, uh, I will open up uh, to the questions that you have at this time. I'm going to have Commissioner Rinaldo speak to that. Okay. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, yes, it has been ruled accidental. However, it's still under investigation as well. Because there are... No, it's ruled accidental because uh, every other cause was ruled out as of now. So the only other reason why it's still under investigation is there are a number of witnesses uh, that still need to be uh, interviewed, and that process is still ongoing. No, we're not 100% uh, what caused the fire. Uh, we know it's accidental because we ruled out all the other causes, but we don't know actually what was ignited at this time yet. What part of the house started? The, most the origin, the seat of origin uh, for this fire, particular fire, was the dining room, first floor dining room. Well, everything that left it accidental. So, uh, obviously, there were no accelerants used, things of that nature. So. That is correct. Who got out on injury? Right. What was happening, you know, at that time in the fire? From what I understand, the uh, the daughter, the daughter of the grandmother, was alerted first by the smoke detectors, and she alerted the grandmother, who was asleep at the time, and together uh, they attempted uh, to evacuate the children that were in the home, and they were unsuccessful, unfortunately. But the grandmother was able to uh, uh, retrieve the baby, the infant, the seventh month old and exit the home and uh, 
the mother is, uh, or the grandmother rather, as most of you know already, is still at the burn unit at ECMC in critical condition, and the infant is uh, already actually, she was stabilized and she's actually at home with the grandfather right now. You know, we're always looking at making new equipment purchases, replacing equipment. Over the last five years, over $6 million has been spent on equipment for the Buffalo Fire Department. Uh, from uh, everything that I have been informed uh, from the management of the fire department, uh, the um, condition of the equipment did not contribute to any loss of life. The fire department responded to 11 uh, uh, fires uh, during the course of the blizzard and were able to get to all of those fires. Uh, so we will work with uh, the fire union, we will work with the members of the fire department as well as the police department and the public works department uh, to continue to analyze our equipment and we think a, a fleet director uh, someone who is very experienced uh, in fleet management will help us uh, to um, more effectively manage uh, the city's fleet. Despite no one dying, who was Pardon me? Despite no one dying because of the fleet disrepair, according to the firefighters, do you still agree there are some issues that need to be addressed, or no? That their fleet is not up to standards? Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to say that the fleet is not up to standards. I. I will say there is never enough money in the budget that we have for everything that we would like to do uh, with uh, city fleet, uh, fire, police, public works. Never enough money in the capital budget for all of the building repairs uh, that we would like to, to make. So we have to be much more efficient, much more judicious uh, in how we repair equipment, how we purchase equipment, uh, how we look at the life cycles of, of equipment, and that's what the fleet director that we will be hiring or we hope to hire uh, with um, uh, the uh, partnership of the city council, what that person, what that individual will do. Tim? 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 And then we'll... Uh, I reached out to Dean Sherry Glide, uh, the dean of uh, the NYU Wagner School. Uh, I thought that it would be important because all of us uh, in Buffalo and Western New York were impacted by the blizzard. I thought it would be important to have an institution uh, that was outside our community. Uh, the Wagner School of Public Affairs is one of the most well-respected public policy schools in the nation, and I thought that they would have the capacity, if they agreed to do it, uh, to do a meaningful study and a meaningful after-action report on how uh, we prepared for, 
uh, how we uh, worked during the storm, uh, and how we are working on post-storm recovery in this community. I am very thankful uh, that Dean Glide agreed to do this study as a public service, and I am looking forward to an excellent product being produced uh, that we can use in this community and other communities to uh, improve our storm response and storm response in extreme conditions. No, not at all. Every, uh, every uh, department uh, has personnel that are involved in uh, our fleet issues uh, and helping to uh, purchase equipment and look at uh, the life cycles of equipment and the best equipment uh, to buy. Uh, but we're going to do a national search. Uh, we might find the appropriate person locally, but we're going to do a national search for a fleet director, uh, someone who uh, is trained, someone who has the experience uh, in doing this at the highest level. Uh, we will pay this uh, person at the deputy commissioner level, uh, and hopefully with the support of the city council, uh, we will be able to fund this position and begin the recruitment process right away. Uh, there are people that work on fleet management in each department, police department, fire department, public works department. We now want one individual who will direct all of that, that work and report directly to me and uh, the first deputy mayor and chief of staff. Uh, it would be roughly in the 110 to 120 uh, range, you know, so 110000 to $120,000. Anyone else? Yeah. Mayor, did you watch the game last night? I know they did or they didn't. Um, what are your thoughts and your feelings right now about the players and what they have to do? I did watch the game last night, like so many people. Uh, across our community and across the nation did. Uh, it was shocking, it was frightening, it was gut-wrenching uh, seeing um, our Bills players uh, broken up and with deep concern, and also seeing uh, Cincinnati players uh, broken up and with deep concern. It was quite clear very early on that this was a catastrophic situation with DeMar Hamlin, and my family and I that were watching the game immediately started to, to pray uh, for him, to pray for his family, and to pray for the Bills organization and all of the players that witnessed that. And as I mentioned, uh, during all of that, I communicated with the mayor of Cincinnati, who was very kind, uh, who indicated that all of the people in Cincinnati were also praying for DeMar Hamlin, were praying for his recovery, and he also let me know when the ambulance got to the um, hospital in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin. So 
People are praying all over our community and all across the country for the recovery of this young, young man. It was, it was horrible to watch, uh, and all we can do is continue to keep him in prayer. Uh, we are uh, thinking of an orchestrated effort to bring the community together. Um, I've heard from a number of people in the community uh, who would like to see a collective community prayer, uh, some kind of, of service, a uh, moment of silence again uh, for all those that we have lost in, in the community, prayers for Damar Hamlin and prayers for 2023. So we are considering uh, doing that. I think it is something that would be very important to gather uh, the community together in that way. We did something like that on New Year's Eve at the ball drop. Uh, we had a Catholic priest. We had a Baptist minister. Uh, we had a um, imam uh, in the Muslim faith, uh, and we had a rabbi in the Jewish faith uh, that provided prayers uh, before, before the ball drop on New Year's Eve. And with the challenges uh, that this community uh, has experienced and is still experiencing, uh, that is something that people feel would provide a source of comfort for the entire community. Buffalo is a strong community, we're a resilient community, and when there are challenges, when there are tragedies, we come together, we lift each other up, uh, we provide each other with strength. We have to continue to do that now. Uh, we have to continue to pray for DeMar Hamlin, his family, uh, the members of the Buffalo Bills, because for all of us watching that, it was traumatic. It was a trauma, uh, and I'm sure for the Bills players and the Cincinnati players, the trauma that they feel and the trauma that they experienced is even deeper. So we are a strong community, but this has been a lot. Uh, everyone in this community has gone through a lot. We have to continue to rally together, uh, support each other, show our concern and love for each other and that's the way we will get through this as a community. You know that that is something that we certainly will consider. We have a few uh, in the city uh, fleet, 
uh, but we are going to be looking at a range of different things that can be helpful, and that is why the New York University Wagner School After Action Report is going to be so helpful. We don't want to knee-jerk reaction do things. We don't want to act out of emotion. This community does not have the resources to do that. We need to make sure that if we're going to spend additional money, if we're going to purchase additional equipment, that it is going to be the most effective equipment for the potential conditions that we will see in the city of Buffalo. It's also important to, to remember uh, there are those who have forgotten this, that the impacts of the storm were most severe in the city of Buffalo. Buffalo took the brunt of this storm and was hit harder than any place in Erie County and Western New York. And on Friday and Saturday of the storm in the height of the blizzard conditions, it was almost impossible for first responders at the state, city, and county level to respond. Zero visibility in whiteout conditions, heavy blowing and drifting snow that some vehicles, even some of the heaviest vehicles, could not get through. We have to be very mindful of that. One or two more. Yeah, and finally, when it comes to the, the, the fleet itself and the equipment that, that's available, is there a list or can there be a list made available to the public so we know exactly what the city is working with as far as its equipment? I mean, we can provide a list of equipment to the public. I don't know if that will help with anything. Um, what, what we need to do if there is additional equipment we need to purchase, we need to purchase that additional equipment. But again, we all have to be mindful there is a limit to the resources uh, that the city of Buffalo has. Uh, so just like in people's personal financial situation, there might be things that you need, there might be things that you want, but if you don't have the money for it, it's a real challenge to get those things, things that you need and things that you want, which is why uh, during all of these crisis situations, I have been calling on more resources coming from the federal government in particular and asking also for more resources from the state government. And before we move on, Mayor, can you just expound the clarification uh, the, the budget for the capital budget and all of the needs just beyond the So the, the, the city's capital budget is roughly $26 million. And that capital budget is usually what is used uh, for the purchase of equipment, um, uh, vehicles for uh, public works, fire, police, the repair of equipment. It's also used for repair of city-owned buildings. So it's $26 million. And annually, we get requests that are in the neighborhood of about $120 million. So we get $120 million of requests in every year and about $26 million to spend. So clearly, something has to give. Clearly, we do not have all of the resources that we need, 
And these are going to be questions that we'll be discussing, you know, over the coming weeks and months. Uh, again, a challenge is you have a certain amount of money coming in and a certain amount of money you can spend. You can't spend more unless more is coming in. Uh, and uh, where will more money come from? Either the taxpayers, the people that live in your community, uh, your county and state that you live in, or the federal government. And I have been quite clear after the racially motivated act of domestic terrorism on May 14th that we were asking for the federal government to provide much more financial support to the city of Buffalo. And now since then, we've had two uh, historic storms uh, which has impacted this community even more greatly, uh, uh, not only traumatically, but also financially. Yeah, so it, there's a lot of investigating needs to be done, but uh, the investigation so far shows that uh, the initial striking vehicle was traveling inbound in the outbound lane of the 33. Uh, there were uh, two vehicles that were driving outbound on their correct side. Uh, that initial striking vehicle hit head-on with the first vehicle. Uh, that, that, uh, that second vehicle sustained one, fa one fatality, and there was a passenger in that vehicle that also had serious injuries that is at ECMC. There was a third vehicle then that crashed into that second vehicle. That motor suffered minor injuries. Uh, there's a lot of investigating needs to be done, toxicology that has to be done. Um, you know, the, the age of the vehicle makes it uh, potentially more difficult to do a data download and, and the condition of the vehicle. Some of the older vehicles you can't use some of the modern technology on, but not to say that it's impossible, but we're still working on that. So there's, there's a lot of investigating needs to be done. Uh, the 911 calls called in. Uh, for the collision, not for a motorist traveling in the wrong direction. Uh, so we're still investigating to find out where that person got on the 33 uh, traveling in the wrong direction. So if there's anybody that may have seen that vehicle that can provide any insight, uh, we please ask them to contact Buffalo Police and our Accident Investigation Unit. Uh, one final question. The new report director, Travis, who is looking? <laughs> Good. Excuse me? What if taxpayers don't really want the government to over at the, the police? Do we get more um, equipment and, you know, just um, have a new director if you know, it seems it doesn't seem that's already kind of been working already. Do you think from more money or someone to try to, you know, handle all this or bring an even higher success rate or, you know, how would that go with Buffalo We are making the request to immediately advertise and hire a fleet director to the city council. I feel strongly that it's the right action, the right step to, to take. We have to look at our fleet. So we have to purchase the right equipment uh, that will be effective or as effective as possible in the many different conditions that we encounter in Buffalo. And that's for police, that's fire, that's public works. We also have to look at the life cycles of our equipment. So when we replace it, 
We have to look at the repair cycles of our equipment when we repair them so that they are effective in responding to the needs of the community. Uh, this is a question that, that people are asking, even though the belief is the condition of equipment and the amount of equipment did not in any way contribute to the loss of life that we saw during the storm. And I have to end that. Um, some people are, are, are trying to make that connection, uh, but our managers do not see that. The other thing that, that is getting missed is that extreme blizzard conditions Friday and Saturday, snowing on Sunday and Monday, and it wasn't until Tuesday because Friday through um, Monday, we were involved in life um, uh, safety issues with our departments. So the kind of plowing we were doing, the work we were doing, was so that fire tr uh, trucks could respond, so that national grid could restore power, so people could do welfare checks, uh, so that the police uh, could rescue stranded motorists. So it was life safety. That was the response Friday through Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday, we first got into the residential streets, and there was a pass through every residential street by Wednesday, giving us the ability to lift the driving ban at 12.01 Thursday morning, and Thursday and Friday, people were driving around the city of Buffalo five days later like nothing ever happened. That was not the experience from the blizzard of 77. The city was crippled for several weeks after the blizzard of 77. So we feel that the city's response was effective, uh, that the city's response was good, particularly given a historic blizzard and a once-in-a-generation uh, blizzard conditions in the city of Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hiya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.